Keeping you up to date on the world of social media. Industry experts, innovators, creators, storytellers, and the latest social media tools, tips, and tactics. This is Social Media News Live. Hello, folks. Welcome to Social Media News Live. I'm Jeff C. And you're not. I'm Grace Duffy, and this is the show that keeps you up to date on what's happening in the world of social media and more. And on today's show, we have our very good friend, Mitchell Dong, here with us. And we're going to talk about what he has learned about community, collaboration, and communication, and especially building a rich online community as the head of community at Volley. Yes, we're exploring everything you need to know about Volley, this new video messaging app that I have loved. It's it's taking on chat, video conferencing, and social feeds all at once, and it's doing it really, really well. Uh, and Volley has been great for coaches, mentors, course creators, teams, one-on-one chat across time zones, and we really want to share and let you guys find out what it can do for your business. Plus, Mitch is here to answer your questions about community building, like how do you launch a thriving online community? What do you need to have in place to keep it going? And much, much more. So, Mitch, thank you so much. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. My neighbor just decided to start mowing their lawn. So uh, my apologies to our listeners. <laughs> but I can't been, even hear it on great, my end. So I think it is very, it is very subtle. We've had all sorts okay. of stuff today going on. <laughs> And um, one of the things is Jonathan goes, he says, uh, he's over watching from LinkedIn. He goes, tap the, the space bar and shake the mouse. So I'll, I'll, I'll give that a shot. Um, and uh, and Yvonne is here. She goes, look at Mitch. And so my circles cross. She loves volley. That's very, very oh, you know, awesome. Yeah. So, by the way, if you guys want to join. Loving volley. Chris Stone, loving volley. Yes, good morning Chris, from Atlanta. Good morning, Chris. Uh, thank you. He was on last week, so make sure if you haven't watched that, you go back and watch that show. But if you want to join our volley channel, which I would hope you do because we have a lot of fun in there, a lot of cool people, socialmedianewslive.com forward slash chat. That's socialmedianewslive.com forward slash chat to join our volley. It's easy. You don't have to be on camera. You can be, we'll talk about all this, but anyway, um, <laughs> here we go. Um, so, one of the things before we get started, I wanted to talk about. Wait, um, you didn't introduce Mitch. Oh, I did. People that don't know him. I've oh, got all I, this stuff. I felt like going that on. was a great intro. People I know. Don't Here we go. Uh, Here we go. Listen, I'm so I'm nervous. Mitch is here finally. I don't know. What, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Uh, if you guys don't know who Mitch is, let me introduce you. He is a Hawaiian-grown marketer and educator who has spent his career telling brand stories and creating educational content for a range of organizations. He is currently the head of community at Volley, an asynchronous video chatting app where he spends his days educating, supporting, and illuminating Volley users. So. I mentioned before that you've probably seen stuff that Mitch has done. He has, he used to work with Grace and I, should I, I'll go ahead and say the company at Social Media Examiner. And yeah. um, he's the one he grew, he who grew, grew that th- whole YouTube channel. Yeah. He that whole YouTube channel. Here it is. He's the guy. Look at that. Look at that button he's got at the back. You don't just get that at Walmart, folks. Uh, yeah. YouTube has to say that. Yeah. So um, very, very cool. He knows how to build community. He knows video. Uh, and so Volley pretty much hit all his sweet spots so we're very very excited to be here i mean he also does it for his school i know he builds community with his church and school all sorts of things so he's not just a one-trick pony he uh he knows what's going on so um somebody else who really knows going on look at that segue folks is our friends at ecamm 
Today's show is brought to you by our friends at Ecamm, and you can find out for more information about Ecamm by going to socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm. But right now, they've got something really cool with uh, our pal, Stephanie Liu. They've been doing this uh, every Thursday, and I'd love to, to tell you guys about it and have you guys go over there at ecamm.tv forward slash live selling. The last two episodes we had were all about live selling, and Stephanie is getting into the details over every Thursday at ekm.tv forward slash live selling. It's amazing. If you guys have any interest, and I hope you do, because it is a coming, this live selling stuff, not just Amazon Live, a bunch of other platforms are doing it. She mentioned on our show, Target, um, Walmart, all these new places are going to start doing live selling. So get on that bandwagon, go to ecam.tv forward slash live selling. All right, on with the show. Grace. <laughs> What, yes. are, I mean, I'm gonna ask you, but we're gonna ask Mitch. So let's talk about what yeah. is exactly Volley. People may be a little confused. Well, first I wanna tell all the people that are watching us that if you know someone that is building an online community, interested in building an online community, has built one, struggling to grow it, please tag them in the comments and bring them onto the show because this is an opportunity. This is going to be gold because we're talking to Mitch, who's the head of community at Volley. And we wanna give him a chance to talk all about Volley, which is a killer app for coaching, community, co collaboration, and it's really changing the game when uh, we're talking about chat, video conferencing, social feed. So first of all, tell us, where do we find Volley? How do we access it? And what do you think makes Volley different from all these other things that I just mentioned, Mitch? Sure. Well, first, I just need to like take a snippet of the beginning of that show and just put that on my website that's non-existent or or just put that on our volley website because that was a perfect pitch i love it um well first i'm glad to be here finally and thanks for being patient with me as i gained the confidence to come on on camera oh, but yeah, being yeah. uh being at volley head of community this is kind of where i live so you know i've had lots of practice these days uh but what is volley uh like you guys have said it's a asynchronous so you know not you don't have to set up a calendar sync up uh it's asynchronous video chatting app so uh and you can find it at volleyapp.com and we've got a browser version if you just go to volley.app we've got a mac pc android ios uh so really flexible and uh it's video messaging so unlike you know a lot of these tools where you're you kind of have the trade-off you have to have you know okay cool we can have a video message but we're going to be all sitting on a call together, right. watching these little tiny thumbnails of each other, listening to a bunch of irrelevant information to us. You know, that's the pessimistic version. Or we have texting or something that's really flexible, synchronous uh, or asynchronous. Uh, but we talk about kind of volley being kind of flexible face to face. You kind of have the richness of face to face communication, but with the flexibility of something like texting. So um, it's it's really changing how we work internally. I mean, Volley is the main tool that we use to communicate internally as a team. And I can't tell you how nice it is to not come to an email inbox full of emails. Uh, it's been a very refreshing experience being here. Right. I'm sure we can go into a lot more depth about the, the details and the nitty gritty, but that's a quick kind of overview. So of all the things that Volley is taking on, chat, video conferencing, social yeah. media, I think of all those three people don't seem to complain about chat as much as they do about video conferencing and social mm. media. Like we talk about Zoom fatigue and we talk about, you know, uh, social media being tiring. So I love that they're taking this on, but I tend to see a lot more videos. And of course, I work in video. So the people I talk to are very into video. I see a lot more videos on Volley, but it is text. It does have audio. There's a lot of ways to access it. But what is the most popular way that people are coming to it? Like, if 
I don't feel comfortable with video, you know, how is audio and text received in comparison? Sure. I mean, video is really the hero of Volley. And you can tell from the interface, too, you're presented with that big old record button. You click it, records a video, hit stop, and it sends it. Um, so we're really indexing on speed. And video, like I said, is kind of the hero. You do have, I keep pointing down here, assuming the interface is down here to see how I'm wired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For you listeners, uh, no, uh, I we've got text, screen sharing from desktop. You can upload files. Uh, you can do a voice-only volley. Uh, you can even send a GIF or a GIF uh, comment, which one you think it is. Uh, but but uh, but yeah, I would say video is definitely the most kind of popular. But for those that are coming in that are a little bit more kind of timid or shy, the great thing about volley is that you don't have to be you know have this big production or have this polished presence. You know, it's it's very kind of raw and authentic, almost kind of similar to like an Instagram stories kind of culture where they people don't expect a whole lot. And uh, that's kind of the beauty of it is you can show up on video and there's you can communicate publicly. So we can talk about kind of the hierarchy of organization and spaces and private direct messages. Uh, but a lot of people will come in initially with a one on one conversation. So that's kind of the most common way people are coming in and they're engaging one on one and getting used to the format, used to kind of showing up and seeing themselves on camera. And then they can kind of ease into those kind of more public discussions in in the various spaces uh, that they might be participating in. So I would say you have the other options, but a lot of times you'd be surprised. I was just interacting with uh, someone over in Japan and uh, she's an instructor out there uh, last night and she was saying, you know, I finally overcome my shyness, you know, seeing seeing a lot of people, you know, putting themselves out there. So I'm putting myself out there. Uh, and I think that's exactly what Volley does, you know, kind of is a safe place uh, and certainly less hostile than a lot of other kind of mediums and platforms because, you know, your face is out there. So it tends to be a little bit kinder for sure. So I actually... I actually use that in the subject of the email when I sent it out this morning about this. It's like, this is the first app that I really think is for extroverts and introverts because it has, I think one of the reasons Clubhouse was so popular is because you didn't have to get camera ready and you right. could go in and just use that. So this has got the best aspects of Clubhouse because you have that, it's not live, but it has that asynchronous thing where you don't have to get made up and you can just use a, a text a, a text message or you can do just a, an audio message. Sure. Um, and I think it hits, it hits everybody. I don't feel, you know, it always felt like some of the messaging apps felt like you were leaving somebody out who didn't like to be on camera or they, they wanted to be on camera. And, and I think Volley has kind of all of that thing and, and it works together really, really well. Um, I, I don't know what, what, I mean, you talked about video being the, the popular thing, but I've noticed that like, because it's on every platform that I can sit in front of my iPad and do it in my backgrounds and I'll have my hair messed up or a hat on or, or glasses. And once you get past the initial barrier of, you know, feeling comfortable, it's just like, I mean, I have my background like this, usually really nice like this, but like when I do volleys, it'll be open because I have airflow that way. Yeah, it's just, exactly. it's just, but it's more, it feels like it's a more relaxed kind of platform. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, you know, unlike some of these other, because other people have used it for, for things like, you know, to replace Loom or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or, or kind of in reaching out to customers and or, or kind of, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about community building later. Uh, but we talk about those as like video message, like you're, you're sending a message out, but Volley is kind of video messaging. So that's where it's unique. It's like people can respond back and then they're in the ecosystem. Then you can start to build this community off of those relationships that you've started. So yeah, we, we love it. And it's, you know, asynchronous 
video club clubhouse without staying up for right. 72 hours straight like <laughs> oh my God. Did. exactly <laughs> yes so i uh, want to we- bring up Eddie's comment yeah. here, yeah. Jeff, if you want to bring it up. He says, we lo- he says he loves Volley. We have a great community that's suddenly growing. It's very active daily with 120 members. The options to engage with everyone, uh, a chance to contribute in their own way. And I love I love that. That is so true. And I think back to Jeff's point, like you don't have to be camera ready to be on Volley. Like I answer messages after I pick up my kid, drop off my kids. I'm sitting in the car, you know, whatever. And I think that's the beauty of it is people are on there and they're looking real. They're looking rough. It's not like they're doing a live show. They're just talking to you. And it, I, and I think it's just, um, you don't, so there's also no pressure there to look a certain way or be a certain way or present yourself. So that's another thing that I've really loved about it that I haven't seen on any other platform, quite honestly. Yeah. And the other thing is it's not like, you press it and you, oh, I sent it. I can't take it back. I mean, you have, you can reshoot it. Like we want to make sure yes, that's clear as well. Button. Yeah. Guilty. Yeah. I do that you all like, the time. Oh, what did I say? I'm such an idiot. And you can redo it. That's fine. But <laughs> for most of it back and forth, it, you know, it's like a conversation. Like Mitch and I talk over there all the time and I don't, I hardly mm-hmm. ever reshoot anything. I'm like, oh, sorry. That was so long, but that's yep. about it. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And we've got, and we, you know, we're, we're doing a lot of things to try to make video less dense. Because, you know, that's one of the trade offs that comes with video. You got to sit through a long thing. You got to listen to this whole thing. Like what information is relevant to me? So like we've got the 2X. So, you know, Lucy the rabbit is my little friend. I always watch messages on 2X so you can get through things really quickly. You've got interactive transcripts where you could just read the messages and tap and jump to that part of the video if you want. So, yeah, we're, we're thinking very, very hard on how to make this rich, rich experience a lot easier to consume and participate in. So that's kind of like, that's right. the goal. And plus when you listen to Grace at two times speeds, it's really, really funny. Yeah. So it's yeah. really hard. It's, yes. especially, especially since I like to send four minute volleys. <laughs> Sorry guys. It's great. Both of you have gotten, both of you have gotten like, well, yeah. Anyway. So, so here's the next question. So uh, we'll, we'll get into the weeds about, uh, you know, the kind of where, you know, the different spaces versus, you know, how it's broken down into volley in a bit, but Here's the question that I think everybody wants to know. Okay, here it's another app. It's like, oh my gosh, another app. You know, that's mm-hmm. probably one of the big hangups is like, okay, why do why should we use this? And Volley is free now, but what about later? I mean, we we all know apps have to monetize oh, yeah. in some way. So are we going to build this, you know, uh, Eddie says he got like 120 uh, active members and, you know, that's really great, you know, and we're talking about community and you want to build community, but what are you going to are you going to leave me hanging? Like, what are you going to do? You know uh, what? That's what we want to know. It's like, I don't want to get burnt later. So talk a little totally. bit about that. Yeah. And I think, you know, unfortunately, I mean, this question comes up because we've all experienced that rug pull. You right. know, we like finally like invested in build. I know you recently experienced something similar to this on another kind of yeah, communication exactly. tool. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, we have all experienced that and our founders have experienced that and our investors have experienced that. And then we're like, very, very committed to not having a rug pull. Mm-hmm. And the reason a lot of people have to do that rug pull is because they're relying on uh, certain things. So like they can keep their app free because they're selling your data or you're the product. Um, so we're also committed to not monetizing. We have no intentions of monetizing through ads or selling data or anything like that, because I know that's another thing that comes up is, okay, I'm going to be doing messaging here and having this as the hub of my communication or my community. 
am I the product? And no, you're not. Uh, right now, you know, it's it's free and we're, we're, we're funded. And, you know, we're doing some things to make sure that we're managing our expenses. You know, volleys expire after 60 days. And, you know, most of the time the conversation has moved on anyway since then. Uh, but we do plan to monetize down the road. But what that will do is just unlock additional features, especially for those that are creating spaces and managing larger communities. So um, we don't ever plan to take things away. So if you sign up now, rest assured, you'll be grandfathered into anything as well as, you know, have the option to buy additional things on top of that, which will, you know, we, we intend to be definitely be worth it down the road for sure. If that's not an encouragement to sign up now, I don't know what is. And I love that it, you're selling it as a service and not a platform, even though it is a platform, but it's yeah. you're selling right, it as, right. a, as a service. So I, that's very smart. So anyway, everyone it, in the, everyone listening, yeah. sign up now. And you can go to socialmedianewslive.com forward slash chat because we're all we're we're easy. Like if you want to come in with a bunch of people who are really like chill and don't freak out about, you know, what your hair looks like it, whenever, um, don't get grace. But come to my my volley and you know, I'll just tease it. I, I did a volley fun. putting on makeup, getting That's ready true. for the show. That's so, true. you know, hey, I, I let everyone into my bathroom. OK, That's so. wow. <laughs> well, we won't go there. So, um, but I want to, so this is a great point from Brian. He goes, uh, I've used the, the reshoot a couple of times, which means you can go back and, and redo your message uh, a few times recently because the platform feels so relaxed. I've also let many go that I wouldn't have on another platform. So yes. that's really cool that, I mean, it's, it's very, very relaxed and easy to do. And we've got Sabrina saying, hi, it's Sabrina. Sabrina, I'm trying to get you over there. You need to come every time you would love the over. people in there. The water Stop is being warm. unknown. It's really nice. Yes. <laughs> So, um, so here's another question. Cause I know, uh, we're all business people and, you know, community, we don't, there's that fine line. You build community because it's fun and it's great. And you want to give to people and you want to connect with people, but also as a business, you want to build community because you need to make money. So how are people monetizing volley? Like what are some ways that are, people are using it not to like, okay, I'm going to scrape these people and they're going to be on my yeah. list now and whatever. But how are people like monetizing it in their existing programs or whatever to actually make money with it? Sure. I mean, we've got like Grace so eloquently said, you know, coaching, community, collaboration. Uh, those are kind of the, the, the sweet spots for Volley. Um, and just like you would monetize a Facebook group or any kind of exclusive mastermind or membership or coaching, um, you can leverage Volley to do that for you as well. Um, we currently don't have any like monetization tools built in, like you mm -hmm. can't charge for access right now, but just like people are doing for Facebook groups or any of their other memberships, uh, we've got people building a really robust and scaling their coaching practices like our friend Tim Schmoyer, uh, who runs all of his kind of video labs through Volley for the most part. You know, he's got all of his courses hosted elsewhere and then all of the homework, all of the engagement, all of that, in, you know, collaboration that happens after a course or a webinar or something can happen in Volley. You know, we've got coaches leveraging Volley for not only kind of group, group coaching and that dynamic, but also one-on-one -on -one and private because we have those two kind of distinctions. Uh, you have that flexibility. And then we have people kind of monetizing it for their communities. So we've got a number of people where they're upper tier Patreon instead of, you know, you get access to my discord or you get access to my Facebook group, you get access to volley because it's this kind of next level personal connection uh, and accessibility without 
you know, like I said, having to sync up schedules or having someone texting you all the time, you know, it's this, it's the appropriate amount of mm -hmm. kind of barrier, but also just such a rich, rich and deep connection. Um, so we see a lot of those folks using Volley as well, but I mean, we've built it to be flexible. So we, we have people all the, I engage with users all the time, every day pitching like a new use case for it or telling me about where they found success. And I'm blown away with some of the creativity that we have uh, and what people are able to do kind of with the, the flexible tool that we've built. Yeah, I think I that's this. Go ahead, okay. Grace. I was going to say, I love the segmentation because, for example, in Tim's group, which, you know, of course, it's the uh, video creators group that he has in there. Uh, there's also an opportunity there to talk to him one on one within that group. So if I was running a group, um, like on Facebook and they start messaging me. Well, that gets mixed in with all the other messages I get, right? Mm -hmm. But when in Volley, because it's only in that video creators group that I'm talking to Tim Schmoyer, there's a context, he knows where I'm coming from. It's not It's not like a, hey, how are you? This is who I am. He knows who I am. He knows why I'm there. He knows what we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. And it's a good way to keep it organized. Yeah, Absolutely. And, I, and I think one of the things was, uh, so, um, Kim Garst, I know, used to do when I was when helping her out with some stuff that she, for her like up level thing, like you were talking about, would use another kind of app. But this is is so much better. Be one because it gives access, like it, it gives you access, and like you're saying, it's not it, it's when you want to go with it. You like I'm going to go to five o'clock today, and I'm going to go through all my volleys and answer people and help them out. And so it mm -hmm. lets you kind of get your schedule back a little bit than always like, here's my you know, phone number or whatever. Um, right. It really does a great way of, of, of doing that. And something that getting access to like Tim Schmoyer, it's kind of a big deal. Like when you can ask yes. him questions and he responds to you, that's that's really amazing. So uh, mm -hmm. I think that's a, a big selling point for. Yeah. Everything. And, you know, we one of one way people are using these spaces as well is for the whole community and uh public kind of learning so people can learn from each other's questions and answers before tim even has a chance to jump in there so mm -hmm. you know that that's another huge benefit is unlike a lot of these other tools where you know they they don't know these people they've only seen their like profile pictures or names like they don't want to jump in like you have real connections with these people because you've been engaging with them you've been chatting with them uh so I also see that it's it's got a lot of engagement, people jumping in, putting themselves out there, helping each other out, um, you know, and I can't promise that for every community, obviously, right, right. Uh, but but it does seem to be like a lot more poised for those kinds of interactions uh, and other people jumping in and helping each other out. I mean, if, as head of community, I, you know, keep the conversation going, but for the most part, it's our users that are engaging. It's our users that are helping each other out, which is amazing to be a part of. So one of the fun things that we've been able to do with our community is we ask questions before we have a show or now even they ask because they see the show being posted and they see what's coming up and they'll go ahead and ask questions in there. And we're able actually to download those and play them during the show. And it goes, you know, it burns into the podcast. And then also I can show it on screen using the amazing tool that is Ecamm. So we have got a question from our pal Gary uh, about that. So we're going to play that right now. And this is directly from Volley. Hey guys, I've got a question about starting a community using Volley. I've got a series of webinars. We call them Sip and Solve. They're 15-minute webinars. And there's a smaller community around these webinars. They're more pain point-oriented webinars. We were directing them to um, a chatbot to engage with us on ManyChat before, but we didn't really see much uptick in that. My question to you would be, 
Do you think volley would be a good alternative to a many chat type of uh, scenario to continue conversations following one of our webinars? Thanks, Gary, for that question. That's awesome. So, That's Mitch, question. what do you think? And uh, my apologies. I, I, I think I coughed in the middle of Gary's. No, you're muted. I'm, I see. That's okay, just, good. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> you're the man. Um, that, that's a great question. And I think what's really interesting about what he asked and what he said was, you know, Gary, you've got the, a smaller kind of tighter knit webinar community. And I think that's really where Volley can, can thrive uh, and get its roots um, because, you know, it is face to face. And, you know, there is, we're making video less dense, but there's also, you know, a certain kind of level of scale that you, you reach. And by having that initial kind of group and that core community, that can grow from there, I think is is really critical. So, you know, you have many chat or maybe some of these other kind of text-based engagements, uh, but, but you know, as we know on, on social media, great for kind of getting your brand out there, great for publishing or, you know, promoting what you, what you do and engaging in your community. But a lot of times people can get a little bit, you know, distracted by their inbox or, or their, they see all of these other companies that are soliciting to them. Um, so I think, you know, bringing them into a place that you have a little bit more control, you have that face-to-face -face, uh, and kind of that deeper connection. I think it's a, a great way to support people. And, you know, once they kind of dip their toe in and send their first message to you and get their first response back, I mean, I, I have the privilege of kind of manning our onboarding sequence. So so Stephanie Liu, who's a friend of ours and has been a guest and, you know, you just plugged her thing. Uh, she's also in that kind of onboarding sequence. And I get to talk to users every day. They're like, whoa. Like, this is crazy. I'm actually hearing from a real person. And I think, you know, people will also experience that even though they've watched your webinars, they've watched your live shows, when they can actually like talk to you and it feel, I mean, it's asynchronous, but it feels like you're really talking to them in person. I mean, magic can happen. Yeah. And you can show behind the scenes stuff like, you know, your, your bed head and your, your yeah. bedroom. Um, the, yeah, exactly. The, the, so I was thinking when Gary brought this question up is I thought it'd be, you know, I think it'd be a great way to get that real time, you know, in feel in being able to ask your question to a real person like you were just saying. But also mm -hmm. it might be something that you would use Manny Chat and Volley like that would be another level like, hey, you know, sure. and you could direct them like, you know, if they're just wanting to know, like, you know, what time you're open or something like that. That would be an easy thing for many chat. But if you'd like to talk about somebody for catering, if this is, I'm talking about a restaurant now, but be like, sorry, Gary, I jumped completely off to the experience. Too. I'm yeah. hungry. Can you tell? Um, it's, it's almost it's, lunch. It's, for it's Jeff. lunch. Yes. It's almost lunch for Jeff almost all day, but, um, but you could move them into something where it would talk, where you need somebody to talk to you, like the catering, catering service or something like that. So I would totally. think that moving somebody in that direction, like here's some general information, the chat box can, can handle, but then, you know, when you need to get personal and personalized, that's when you bring it to, to volley. So absolutely. And, we, you know, we have that for our, you know, we've got auto replies and stuff. If people reach out to us through Messenger or or Instagram or something like that, you know, we'll we'll re have an auto response. But then also it's like, but do you want to get your answer faster? You know, mm. connect with us on volley or, you know, do you have you want to, you know, go a little bit more in depth or have a training session or, you know, you, you can offer all kinds of you know different um, opt-ins or, or lead magnets or, or even just kind of services leveraging all of these different platforms so so yeah, let's let's talk flexible. about that a little bit how we can integrate some other things systems into volleys like email list other social media or you know paid masterminds or, or whatever what 
Um, you mentioned kind of the audio, you know, the auto replies. So that happens like at the beginning. So I guess you need to kind of tell us what like what spaces are and channels and kind of the kind of the hierarchy of that. So people and it's not confusing, but I just kind of kind of break it down how that like the interface works and where like individuals work, live and where like companies or communities like social media and news live kind of go. Sure, sure. Okay, I'll do my best for you podcast audience listeners <laughs> to break this down and be very descriptive in my language. My wife is a, a a literature major and has a master's in rhetoric, so if she's watching this, don't judge me. Um, <laughs> but uh, but basically, it's all conversation based. So you have imagine kind of like a timeline of tiles on the bottom where the conversation happens, and they're like little mini thumbnails uh, or text uh, that you can kind of jump into at any time, and then the kind of organization, you have kind of two main areas where you can engage in these conversations and in these kind of dialogues. You have your direct messages, which are kind of outside of any particular space. And that's where you can have one-on-one -on -one or group direct messages. And they're a conversation just like everything else, as well as in a space. In a space, you have a little bit more hierarchy and organization, almost similar to Slack, where you have kind of channels, uh, which are kind of open and discoverable to any member of that space. You have that, so you can have topics, you can have teams, you can have daily stand-ups, say you're using it in the work context. We don't have a single, it, we have, I think, one synchronous meeting a week. The rest of it is all done in kind of daily stand-up channels and team channels for Volley. So you could have channels. And then you also have direct messages like what Grace was talking about within a space where you can engage one-on-one -on -one in groups or, or kind of like one-on-one -on -one, uh, direct messages. So, you know, if you're a coach, you can have, you know, your big, broad topics up in the channels, and then you can have even cohorts or small breakout groups or one on ones with each of your kind of mentees uh, down in that uh, direct messages area. So a lot of organization while also trying to keep it kind of simple and intuitive. So, yeah, um, yeah, lots of lots of opportunities to engage. Did you talk? You want to talk about threads and how that kind of works real quick too? Because that sure. That's yeah. That's, I didn't. That's, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't want to jump that, too deep. Well, because <laughs> because when you explain it, you know, people are like, oh my gosh, I tiles on the bottom, and how do I keep everything organized? And that's one of the things that you sure. Volley is always uh, innovating and, and doing some new cool stuff. And this is kind of a recent one. So just really quickly touch on threads. Sure. Sure. Well. Threads is kind of a way to, once the conversation has moved on, or say you want to kind of go a little bit deeper off of one particular video volley, well, you can have a threaded conversation. So you can just swipe up on mobile or long press and press reply in a thread on desktop. And you can have like a sub timeline or a sub conversation branching off of that. So, you know, we have a lot of people using this, you know, say they have a uh, a very active group and an active conversation happening, but someone said something way back there that they really want to address and really want to dig a little bit deeper on, or they have something that just is relevant to that particular person. Uh, they can just reply in a thread uh, without disrupting the main timeline or without kind of dropping in a volley out of context. So definitely helps with that asynchronous aspect. Um, because you're not getting lost in, in the timeline there. And you can label them. There's other organization and, you know, at mentioning and things like that to help kind of, again, make it less dense. Yeah. And we use it exactly like we have the show title usually and say, ask your questions. And then most people do a thread underneath that show for that week. So that's kind of how yep. we use it just for an example. So Grace, you had some stuff. Uh, I know. Yeah. So this is social media news live. If we, we have to address the social media part of it. So we are saturated 
with platforms right now. And try as we might, we cannot be everywhere. And when you're the guy or the gal going to the boss, asking them to invest more time, people, money, resources, what have you, into one more thing, tell us, Mitch, why should that one more thing be volley? Well, <laughs> I was like, Grace, you can tell them. You can stay on camera. Um, <laughs> I probably, I probably could. I'm pretty convincing, but yeah. Well, how about it's just like saying not one more thing, but like the thing that maybe replaces something that may not be working because some things aren't working sure. these days. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Uh, no, I think, I think that well, one, the best way to experience it is to like jump in, but two, it's going to be hard to convince your boss to jump into yet another tool, especially if they're not invested in it. So we have found that just like you just said, it's great to replace something that isn't working or that is kind of like a pain point. So for a lot of people, they're another platform uh, is like a membership site they're paying for or some kind of service that they're paying for, or it could be meetings. Like I want to replace meetings. Like that's taking up a huge chunk of everyone's time listening to irrelevant information at one X. Uh, so we have a lot of people actually starting to use it to replace their like daily standups or their weekly meetings. Uh, so that's a great kind of like foot in the door. But if you're already engaging on another platform, say you have an active Facebook group or something like that, you know, you don't have to fully throw that out the door and move everyone over to volley. I mean, start with kind of a seed group. Um, I think that's a, a great way to kind of get that started is bring over like that core community that's already engaging and those that are comfortable with each other that know each other that feel safe that can engage on video and then let that be kind of the seed and let it grow and you know it's free so there's no expense or cost or risk besides kind of your time and your time is asynchronous so you can do that whenever uh you want to um so that's kind of like the best way to do it in my opinion is to let it replace one aspect of your community and then let it kind of grow from there. I mean, it, it obviously depends on what context you're using Volley in. Um, but like, for instance, us here at Volley, we use it in the work context in one space. And then we have a lot of community engagement in another space. And then I've got a lot of one-on-one -on -one and group direct messages where we're talking with, you know, other collaborators, running AMAs, which maybe we'll get to in a little bit, uh, and you know, just a lot of other things. So it can also consolidate a lot of your communication as well, uh, and not just be another inbox to check or something like that. So one of the things that um, I think is maybe overlooked and one way to kind of get people in uh, to use it is to replace something like Loom, where you go and you're mm. like, you're doing the desktop stuff and you're, you're like, okay, this is gonna be easier for me to show them how to open this email or do whatever. And you do a screen share, and, but this way, it lets the communication happen instantly. They don't have to turn on their video if they don't want to. They could just text it back or they could give you an audio message like, can, can you explain that one part again? Cause I didn't catch what you did on the video. I think that's exactly. a great way. And I think being able to do those screenshots and shares right inside of it, I just think it's so super cool. And it's a great way to, to get, you know, get your ideas across really, really quickly. Yeah, and if you're pitching it to your boss, it depends on what context you're using it. But I mean, you know, tightening that feedback loop is really, really important. Um, you know, we've seen that in, you know, chat tools like Slack or something like that. Um, but if you can do that on video, which for most people, you can communicate 
way more succinctly, way faster. And for those that can't, you've got 2x, so you can always watch it back on 2x on the other end. So I think that is also huge. Plus, having it all within Volley, you know, you can drag your files in or share your screen, like you were saying, Jeff. Um, you can kind of forward your messages on to another conversation that's relevant or or bring other people into your group direct message uh, that, that need to kind of know that information. I mean, you know, there, it's, there's a lot you could do. We could, you know, spend days, which is what I do for my work, you know, spending days <laughs> right. talking about all the different tools and features. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very cool. Um, so there are so many great communities on Volley. Volley 101, which if you are just getting started, it is where you go to get started. Uh, Josh and Mitch will respond to you personally as they have done to me to answer questions. There's Volley for video creators, Tim Schmoy's group. Uh, there's business owners using Volley. And then, of course, our uh, social media news live group there. So how do we find communities on Volley? Is there a directory? How is searchability? Um, and and then once you, uh, I guess this is the part two, is like once you uh, start your own community, let's say you don't find what you need, uh, you know, how do people, how do you get people to join your community? Uh, you know, what is the discoverability on there? Sure, that's a great question. And something we're actually actively kind of experimenting with. So, you know, this might be inaccurate depending on when you're listening to this here. So make sure you check out the website for the most updated info. Uh, but right now there is no directory. So it is messaging, you know, it's a, you know, you can create your space and, uh, and invite people in, but it's all kind of private and invite based. So mm. you, anytime you create a space or even a direct message conversation, you can generate an invite link and share that out. So that's what a lot of people are doing, you know, whether in their email signatures, you know, like, hey, talk to me on Bali, or, you know, pitching it to their, their you know, other space members or, or kind of at the end of their course, you know, do the engagement here in this space and they invite them there. So there's not any kind of directory yet. Um, we are doing some experiments, and if you're on Volley, you probably saw kind of a call for open spaces recently, um, because mm -hmm. we do have, you know, people that want to dip their toes in. They're like, I don't have my community yet, but I first want to experience what it's like uh, and mm -hmm. see community done well. So we do have a couple of communities, like you've mentioned, that we host uh, as spaces that you can participate in. We have the Volley Fan Club. Um, we've got, you know, Volley for Video Creators, Volley for Coaches, uh, and there's a number of channels within each of those spaces, you know, with different topics. Um, one of them is Volley uh, for Teams. So you can see how other people are using it in the work context. But but as far as discoverability, it's all invite based. So a lot of people are asking other community members, hey, I want to learn more about crypto. Is there a space that I should join or and then, you know, they'll get invited there. Uh, so that's kind of how it works right now. Um, but if you check out our website, we do have a blog post with with some kind of uh, spaces that people have, you know, put up there and said, hey, you can you can promote my space if you want. Uh, so there's that option too. But as far as discoverability, it's, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of up to what happens in the community. And, uh, if you've joined a little bit later when we possibly have some kind of discoverability or directory, I think you have, you, you hit the nail on the head. That's what it's like to work at a startup is you're like, well, according to this star date, this is what it is yeah. now. And <laughs> when I get off this, it'll be different, but I would love to see it. Like, you know, how podcast, um, directories are like you know stitcher or spotify where it'll be like gaming and then here's all the gaming shows politics you know sure. whatever so uh I, i'd love that but yeah go to the blog posts because that's where i found a lot of these uh a lot of the communities that i like to to um watch and uh participate in 
So one yeah, of the things and join and join Jeff's space. I mean, join the space because there's a lot of other volley users in there that are interacting and engaging in other spaces as well. So that's the best way is jumping into a space right. and then asking them, you know, hey, we've got similar interests. Do you have any spaces that I should be joining? Didn't mean to cut you off there. No, Jeff. no, that that's good. And my thing was, is I think uh, I just think volley is almost perfect for podcasters and um and live video creators because of being able to grab their audience and build that community because a lot of times they do want to talk to them um and especially like podcasters i mean it's so disconnected from you hear them in their ear and then you know you podcasters have always struggled with getting people like on their list so they can talk to them and this is a way that i think you can really do that like crowdsource your your podcast questions i know a lot of people would do that 1-800 numbers you know call in and you know leave us a message and we'll read it on the air well like what we've done with gary today where we can actually play their video and you can see their face and who they are is i think a really really cool feature and using that in way these new kind of ways i think for podcasters and live video people are just it's really really cool i'm excited about it so yeah absolutely um Talk to us about how you manage notifications in there, because I know like with all these different groups, I get a little different alerts. You and I have talked about this quite a bit, Mitch. And by the way, mm -hmm. it turned out to be an update on my phone that turned off all the notifications. So it wasn't even. There we go. So, yeah. So <laughs> that was that was a that was me, not you. But talk to us about how you manage like the notifications that you get when because uh, I know that that's something that um, people get excited. They get very active into it. Suddenly you're getting like 50 notifications a day and you're just like, ah. so how do we manage definitely. That? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever you jump onto a new platform or, or like, you know, we've experienced with clubhouse or something, you're like jumping around to all these rooms and staying in, you know, uh, but for, for volley, a lot of people will kind of jump in, join a bunch of different spaces that, you know, people recommend or, and then they'll start to kind of like whittle down what's manageable for me to engage in what's valuable for me. Um, but we do give you kind of full notification control. So we default to notifying you for everything because it is a messaging app and we, don't want to suppress those things. We want to make sure that you're able to engage uh, if you want to. But we, we give you control over all of your notifications. So uh, within the app, you can silence notifications for particular channels. Uh, we're working on a feature real soon here to silence all channels in a space with one uh, button. Um, and then you can also you know silence direct messages. Uh, but we'll always kind of give you the ability to kind of check in on your own time. So what happens when you silence the notification or silence a particular channel or, or direct message is it will still kind of be bolded or the text will bold to let you know that there's new content in there. If you want to engage, you just won't get a push notification. You won't see that, you know, red badge staring at you on the, on the right. app icon. Yeah. Right. Um, so, so it definitely allows you to kind of be more selective about how you engage. And I think, you know, that's, that's the beauty of it is, you know, I've got, I'm in a lot of communities and some of them, like, I really want to really pay attention to this channel. Uh, and I don't care as much about the conversations that are going in on the other ones. I'll check in those periodically, but, um, that's been, been really nice. And I always encourage people, you know, when you're, when you're jumping in initially, like, you know, leave them on, that's why you have it by default. But, you know, as you begin to understand the value of each channel or, or conversation, you can go in there and selectively disengage. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, and the, the cool thing is too, and I like this cause I use this a lot is you can, and I forgive me, I don't remember what it's actually called, but we, you can, you can press and like remind yourself to go check that volley for later. Yep. Mark like for follow-up. Yeah. Mark for follow-up. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. So I'm like, a lot of times I'm like, I can't, I can't deal with this right now, but I want to, I want to respond to Gary. So I marked that for follow-up because it was important. I just couldn't get to it. And I think that is really cool. 
The other thing is, is I'm a nerd and I really like that it can give me notifications on my watch. Like from my channel, uh -huh. like if it's your channel and you're like, if you're doing a course or you're doing something like that, you can like, oh, okay, I'm getting people asking some questions. I need to get in there or you can mm -hmm. silence it or whatever. But I think that's really yeah. cool that is synced that way. And, and you know, it's video. So you right. think, well, how am I going to get a notification? How am I going to choose whether to engage in this or not? And we're actually working on some really exciting things, hopefully, that we can roll out in the near future to give it you even more opportunity to kind of like preview or get a sense for whether you should engage right now or wait. Uh, but, you know, everything is transcribed automatically. So I think I mentioned automatic transcriptions at the beginning. Uh, but, you know, you'll get a push notification and you'll be able to read what they're saying in that video. So you can choose, is this urgent or not? Mm -hmm. uh, as well as, you know, on the desktop, you can hover your mouse over the timeline and it'll give you like a full script as well as like how much time uh, is in that volley. So you can kind of get an idea of like, do I jump into this one now? Do I wait? Uh, so that's kind of like a layer on top of Mark for follow-up. You can always yeah. uh, choose to engage. Doesn't it say something like start from here on the transcript or something where you can, because somebody actually screenshot it to me and says, I love this feature. Um, yep. That's my friend Jason. He's like, because I, I got him in on it. And he's like, yep. he loves it for his community. Yeah, you can. You, I mean, we have people that just read the trend, like at the end right. of the day or at the end of a, a, you know, a long kind of rich engagement or conversation. They'll just read the transcripts and they're interactive. So you can click on any line in the transcript and it'll take you to that exact volley in that moment where those words are being said. Yeah. Um, and as far and, and everyone watching is their social media people. So depending on your space <laughs> settings and the user settings, you can download volleys. We obviously ask that you ask permission, but you can download volleys and you can even download the transcripts as well. Uh, so if you're, you know, you just did some great lesson or someone asked a great question and you want to repurpose that in, in social content, we make it really easy. You can download it. You can download the transcript, uh, repurpose that for a blog post. So uh, lots of options uh, there as well. Yeah. Very, very cool. I heard a term, uh, I heard a term earlier this week. It was actually at a, Bizabo had a event on events and it mm -hmm. was this term that reminded me a lot about Volley. It was neuro-inclusive where, mm. because people, learn things very differently. They absorb information is something I'm very passionate about. Some people read, some people don't like to read, some people prefer visual, all of those things. And I think Volley hits all of those marks. So you, you're talking about the transcript. Well, some people just can scan really quickly. They read faster than they can digest like spoken word. And mm -hmm. I thought that was uh, a really good, um, so feel free to use that in your marketing. Neuro there we go. We actually do have a lot of kind of neurodivergent people and mm -hmm. different people with, you know, varying abilities uh yeah. you know using and leveraging volley and one of them reached out to me directly and just said like i can't believe how much this is transforming my life uh yeah i think because it's asynchronous as well you don't have that pressure for even people that you know just don't like the pressure of live video or don't like calling people on the phone you know you have yep. that rich connection and communication without having that pressure you know you can always hit the cancel button you can always, uh, I'll do this later and, and respond to them later. Uh, so it, uh, it it's definitely, you know, unlocked some things that we didn't even anticipate at the beginning. Uh, obviously, we're, yeah. we are considering accessibility, uh, which is why we have closed captions and transcripts and everything else. But it's been really cool. And I've had to learn some ASL uh, to kind of man some of our support, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> you know, like people from the deaf community coming in and, and cool. using it because it is so visual and easy and yeah. lightweight. So, yeah, it's been really, really cool to kind of be a part of that for sure. So what was well, that term? That, what was that term again, Grace? 
It was, uh, well, there's neurodiversity, of course, but the more positive term is neuroinclusive, which. Ah, inclusive. Yeah. Okay, so you're coaching me. See, and yeah, so. No, neuroinclusive. So, yeah, I learned. Yeah. I learned by dancing. So when I go to a different screen, that's what I'm doing. Is I'm dancing why, to get that's stuff. why you are a hidden TikTok star, right, Jeff? That's because right. Like, I'm you know, very hidden. Yeah. Very yeah. hidden. And by the way, uh, something that does make me dance is our friends over at Ecamp. See, once again, awesome segue. Wow. Make sure you guys go and check them out at socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamp. They do. I mean, one of the cool things is you are able to play video. And like you saw earlier in, or listened to earlier in the show, we were able to actually take a question from Gary one of the members of our community. And so uh, Ecamm is super powerful. Uh, once again, they're doing a really cool thing all about live selling that you can find out. Our friend Stephanie Liu is actually running it. I think she's got six more weeks of it, but make sure you guys go to ecamm.tv forward slash live selling to check that out because uh, she's do- dropping a ton of great stuff. I learn stuff every time I listen to her. So ecamm.tv forward slash live selling, go and check that out. All right. And and wait, I need to oh, go ahead. just say, and if you've joined Volley, you will also see Stephanie Liu in there in the uh, yeah. welcoming you to Volley. And we have a lot of Volley users using Ecamm, Ecamm Live and the virtual camera to bring in different graphics because you can select your audio source and your camera uh, within Volley on the desktop. Uh, we've got people leveraging both. So, mm-hmm. you know. It's a happy yeah. place. It's really, it's, it's really cool. I mean, I don't usually highlight a lot of apps on the show, but this one's really cool. And Mitch is awesome too. And I, I'm really, mm-hmm. I do really, really like the product. So let's move on to uh, this. The, you know, we've talked about it all through the show, but let's kind of get yeah. focused in on it. This community building with Volley. So yes, we invited you. Mitch here as the head of community of Volley, but also someone who has a lot of experience building communities, both online and offline. We've talked a lot about launching the, the successful online community. You've given us a lot of insights into how you're building and nurturing the online community on Volley. But tell us, what do we as business owners, marketers, coaches, career people, what do we need to know about our business before launching an online a community to support it and what should you consider? Because I will tell you that I know a lot of people that will launch an online community wherever, you know, Facebook, wherever else. And they really just have like, I want this many people in it, <laughs> you know? And it's like, <laughs> right. okay, like that's my directive. <laughs> I'm not speaking for myself or anything here, but like that's, yeah. So what are the things that businesses should be thinking about before they go, they launch into starting a community or building a community? Sure. I mean, you need to know about your business and your business goals, obviously. Uh, Well, maybe not obviously. Like you said, a lot of people are chasing those vanity metrics. Um, Like, what are the goals for your business, but also what are your goals for this community in particular? And then you obviously need to know your users or your members or whatever kind of distinction you're giving your customers. Uh, What do they need? What are their desires? Because you know, we have people all the time creating content, creating social media posts, creating communities that doesn't pertain to their community, that isn't valuable to them. So I think it's really important to kind of know your goals as a business and know your goals for that particular community, as well as know your customer. And that that is like really, really important or not even customer, your audience, uh, because, you know, you could waste all kinds of time like many people do. And, you know, I have in the past creating things that people aren't asking for or don't need. Um, so knowing those things, I think will give you a huge leg up when, when starting to kind of plant those seeds and, and begin to cultivate your community. So I want to ask, um, cause we only got a, a couple minutes left. So if you have questions for Mitch, make sure you drop them uh, in the uh, comments and we'll try to bring them on, uh, on, on screen. So 
one of the things I want you to talk about is what you've been doing. And I think I've seen two or three. You had Molly Mahoney and recently you had, uh, you've done stuff with coaches, but uh, people mm-hmm. that I re- know, Molly and uh, um, uh, Natasha, Natasha Samuel, Samuel. Uh, doing yep. these AMAs. So talk about those mm-hmm. a little bit and then like, okay, that's great. You're getting people in You're Let's say you do an AMA. Let's say Grace does an AMA all about live video and how to build a YouTube channel or whatever. And, um, what do you do once you've done that? Like you've got them in there. Now mm-hmm. what, what's the next steps that you would tell people to do? Sure. Well, yeah, let me take a step back. Cause the reason we're doing the AMA kind of speaks to another thing that you can do to kind of help foster community and grow your community. And that's like, start to add value. Once you know who they are, once you know what they want, start to provide value to them. And you can do that in a kind of variety of, of ways, uh, like we're doing here in this live show, you know, Jeff is serving you, the viewer and the listener. Um, so, you know, what we, what we did is bring in guests for an AMA and this is gonna, we call it, you know, internally a volley cast. It's an asynchronous podcast because people can ask their questions throughout the day and they, they jump in like Natasha was doing yesterday and answer those questions. And then people, if they missed it, they can go all the way back to the beginning and watch and listen through uh, almost like a podcast. Um, but what we do with them after is, you know, we currently, are you talking now, Jeff, let me get a clarification. Are you saying, what do we do with the AMAs after? Or what do we do with the community that we've attracted? The community. So let's, let, so let's say that like, I, you know, like I said, like uh, Grace does one, she's doing this AMA, all these people ask questions what's next? Like, I mean, she's got people in this community. Now she's got this group of people in her volley space. Mm -hmm. What should she do? Like she can't keep doing AMAs over and over and over. I mean, she could, she's so interesting. People would show up for months to figure out what's behind the mind of Grace. What what is it that I want to, that would last 15 minutes, Jess. Anyway. (laughs) You know what I mean? But like, so how do you keep them coming back and what do you do? You know, we talked about monetization earlier. That's a separate subject, Mm -hmm. but what do you do to keep them active and participating uh, what have you seen some of the like maybe some best practices that you've seen people do sure sure well first i think it starts with who you're bringing in and how you've kind of positioned that ama because if you're bringing in someone that's irrelevant to what you're already doing then you've already lost mm-hmm. uh sure you can get those vanity metrics and get those viewers but if the value that you're kind of providing within your space uh, or, or within the channels in the space doesn't line up for the value prop that they joined the ama for in the first place then you're probably going to lose them or they're going to fall off or be disengaged. So it starts there. But two, I think creating a couple channels that that are kind of relevant to the pain points that they're experiencing, the reason that they joined that AMA in the first place, I think is really important. So for instance, in the volley for video creator space, you know that we, we pitched the AMA for Natasha Samuel because she's an amazing Instagram video expert. Uh, and we pitched that and a lot of them came in for kind of Instagram specific topics, right. but so many people that were already a part of the community that have been get engaging about, you know, growing on social media, uh, gear and tech, uh, YouTube, short form video, you know, we've got a bunch of different right. channels and topics uh, that are going on there. So I think having topics that are relevant, that are really kind of led by the community, that's because that's one other thing that you can do. That's a big excuse me, a big mistake that people are making is they're trying to provide the structure and force people to talk about these things when really it's got to be community led. And we have options, you know, you can promote a lively direct message to a channel and things like that uh, to assist you in that. But, but really, I think listening to your community is really, really important. And, you know, as long as it makes sense for your products, what you're selling, your business, uh, kind of allowing them to have that rich dialogue in a space that you kind of own and facilitate, I think is, is incredible value for you as a, as a business owner and content creator. 
Well, you have provided incredible value for us, not just about volley, but the community building. Once again, I'm, I don't go bonkers over apps very much, but this is one I really, really like. And I yeah. think it really uh, meets a need that I have been looking for for a while. Um, and Deb Mitchell says, great show. Deb, it's so great hey, to see you Deb. here. Thank you for uh, stopping by and uh, uh, watching the show with us. Uh, but before we go, Mitch, I want to tell people, I want to let people know where they can find you, your space, all the good stuff that is Mitch Dong over on Volley. Sure. Well, if you sign up for Volley, you will be greeted with a message from me. <laughs> uh, so definitely sign up. And I would recommend joining Jeff's space. Uh, join the space. Start engaging around this show. Ask your social media questions. Uh, engage with past guests, future guests. Uh, that's a great way. And when you create your account, you'll be able to join his space. But you'll also have a conversation directly with the Volley team which is me and some others. And uh, you'll see me, Stephanie Liu, some other faces in there that you might know. And uh, you can always uh, engage with me in uh, the, the space as well. So the social media news live space, uh, you can just send me a direct message or, or ask me a question there. Awesome. Tell me about this URL you have, because uh, I mm. was like, find Mitch on, on Volley, just type Mitch.chat in your browser. And you can go in there and customize your, um, your URL. I've, I've done that. URL? Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. but tell me about this Mitch.chat. I want I want a Grace.chat. Tell me how to get <laughs> well, one. Well, you can buy it. I don't know oh, if good. you have any affiliate links for uh, domain registrars, Jeff. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. but but we have um, we have the ability to kind of give you a vanity URL or custom. Anyone can claim that. Um, and I yeah. recommend you go in there and be aggressive. Like I have, you know, talk.volleyapp.com slash MD. Sorry, doctors out there, but those are my initials. Um, but uh, you can go in there and claim your vanity URL, but you can also just buy a domain and redirect it. So I just bought Mitch.chat, which was available, and Very I cool. just redirected it to my Talk To Me On Volley link. So you can do the same thing uh, like Jeff's doing down here. So yeah, socialmedianewslive.com forward slash chat. Um, by the way, where can we find out more about the amazing Grace Duffy? You can find me at Volley. I'm going to follow the lead here. I am in our social media news live uh, group in there. So join us there and talk to us. Uh, you can find me there and message me directly. So I am digging it. I've been, um, I knew Dini to uh, get in the habit of like checking it um, right more regularly. But I, when I get in there, it's just like, it's so rich and fun. So yes, follow me there. And then um, of course, I work at Restream on the video uh, manager, video content manager, and I'm hosting a live show this coming Thursday on um, interviewing um, her name is Linda Lippin. And she does Pilates like Pilates to like celebrities, all with live video, all from her home does not wow. travel. Uh, so I'm getting to interview her on um, on Thursday. So you can join me over at Restream's YouTube channel to find out more about that. But that is where you can find me. Very, very cool. Do not forget, this is also a podcast, and we'd love for you guys to leave us a uh, rating and review on your favorite, wherever you're listening to this or watching this or wherever. If you're watching this, go over and do your podcast app and leave us a rating and review because it really helps <laughs> us out. Uh, but our next show is Friday, May 27th at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central. You can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Amazon Live. Thank you, Mitch, so much for being here today. Thank it was you. an awesome show. Thank you for Dustin and, and Gary for his question and Brian and... Oh, we got to convert 
uh, finally, Sabrina says she is over there on Volley App. Thank oh, you, Sabrina. Yes. So we will go send you a message <laughs> for doing that. So uh, I've been on her for a while trying to get her to get on there. Well, so and that, for, for you, the people that are watching this or listening yeah. to this, seriously, join the space and then message me. And we'll we don't have a we don't have a way to pay for kind of premium volley yet. But uh, I'll, I can take care of you. We can we can upgrade your space, give you some more features and, and whatnot. So make sure you take me up on that. Only in Jeff's space. So that's yeah. So okay. socialmedianewslive.com yeah. <laughs> forward slash chat. Uh, we'd love to chat with you. It's just a fun spot. So uh, thank you guys so much for being here. We will see you next week. Thank you for Ecam for sponsoring the show, and we will see you guys next time. Bye everybody. Social media news live.